welcome to the Obstacles to Opportunities podcast. I'm Jess Powell, your host. And I'm your co-host, Heather Kane. And I'm going to let Heather take this one because this is a personal guest to her, and I'm going to let her intro. Yes, so I'm going to introduce you guys to my first friend, my best friend, my mentor, my role model, the person I looked up to my entire life that can open a can of whip ass on me at any given (laughs) part of the day. And I still listen to her because she is my amazing big sister, Kelly Roderick. Well, now you're going to make me cry before we even get started. (laughs) (laughs) But not only is she an amazing sister, but she's an amazing mom. I mean, as far as a role model, like I can't even describe the role model she's been to me as a mother. She um, she homeschooled her children. I mean, she wins wow. an award by that, Absolutely. right? Um, all while building an incredible blog for, um, she's a fantastic cook. So just so you go, Red's Reality, check it out. That's my famous sister right there. Um, then also she helped me build out our entire staging company for Style to Sell from the ground up. Uh, she also assisted with Style to Design and growing that. She's a fantastic designer. Uh, her and her husband have a amazing business called Homevestors. Um, yes, she buys ugly houses. The uglier, the better. So if you have an ugly house, <laughs> call Kelly. Call Kelly. Yes, <laughs> but she, you know, I know a lot of the obstacles because I'm her sister, but we're going to dive into them today. I mean, I'm, I'm going to make her a little uncomfortable and squirmy. Oh, I'm already sweating. <laughs> <laughs> but Kelly, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be fun. Yeah. So tell me about one of your biggest obstacles you feel that you've had maybe growing up as we were kids that kind of got you to where you are. Because Kelly was all A's at Leadership Academy. I mean, you name it. You know, I was the little sister that didn't have the accomplishments of accomplishments <laughs> of the big sister. Yeah, but you know, there's also things, if we're being raw and real, that I had to because you were so much better in a lot of the other areas than I was. So it was like academics and that kind of stuff. But I mean, let's be real. You are the better gymnast, the better cheerleader, all that kind of stuff. But we kept it. I feel like through all of that, though, we have been, we've complimented each other really well with that. Yeah. Um, I would say in life in general, uh, balance for me um, and boundaries is very, very hard. So I am an all or nothing kind of girl. Mm -hmm. It is black and white on anything and you can relate. I mean, I am gung-ho, whatever it is. So if I'm going to homeschool, I'm going to be the best daggum homeschool mom you could ever possibly (laughs) imagine. If I'm going to cook, that's what I'm going to do. If I'm going to... Where do you think that came from though? Have you you met our parents? Oh my gosh. So are both of your parents like that? Yes. Are both of your parents, like you had no chance of not being a zero to a hundred person. No, I don't think we did. I mean, our dad, which I don't know, you know, how much everybody knows our background, which my father always shakes his head because he doesn't like to say it, but we usually brag about it. But our father was actually a presidential pilot. Amazing. So only the best of the best get to have that position. Right. I mean, if you think of all the pilots and all the military and all that kind of stuff. They, they had a narr- lot of people to pick from. A lot. Yeah. And so that is narrowed down to the top half a percent in the military. So our dad obviously was that. And then our mom, um, she was home. She raised us. She was a stay-at-home mom. 
but oh my gosh, structure, discipline. Before Heather and I could leave the house, our beds had to be made. The oh. floors had the to be windbacks, The windows, I mean, the I mirrors. Mean, I mean, oh. yeah, oh. hardcore. So we were raised with structure and discipline and all of okay. that. Do you want to hear how we went to bed at night every yeah. night? Yeah. You want to hear, hear what we yes. Let's right. say, ready? Right. One, One, two, three, sleep. Really? Like, <laughs> That's what my dad would do. Not, would, not like a bedtime story. Oh, no, no, like, no, oh, no, 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 no. It was, it was joking because, okay. I mean, our parents are like the most loving people, but it was always a joke. My dad would like come that. in. It was like at the barracks. He would take our sheets and tuck it right underneath hard from us from head to toe, and then he'd, we'd be like, all right, we're in. And then he would go to the lights. And, and we might go, <laughs> at the same time, because that's like the Marine Corps. <laughs> One, two, three, sleep. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm like, I'm so fascinated by this. I was not raised, I was raised by like a creative, like musician that like oh, was traveling no. the world. Like I had none of that. No. So I'm, I'm literally like, this is out of my element. And I, I but I love, I lo- it's like, I love the people you guys became though. So zero to it. You, you're, you're all out. You're all in. Oh, you're doing the cooking. You're, yes. you're homeschooling. Yes. And, and then you thought, oh, and I'll like build a business and I'll. Like, well. Oh my gosh. So technically, so Heather, this is kind of a funny story. She's always said, I want you to, let's do real estate with me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, don't do real estate. Why are you, stop with the whole real estate thing. And so then when we moved to Florida, my husband actually had a job scare, right? I mean, legit, we had put all the boxes away. His company got bought out. And then it was, you're in the fight to the end to whoever's going to run the sales. And so my husband was like, I'm just letting you know. And I mm. thought, you have got to be kidding me. So then, of course, Heather comes knocking on the door. Guess what? You can do real estate with me. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That was such a good impression, by the way. <laughs> that is scary. Okay, keep going. <laughs> so, and I was like, I'm not doing real estate. And so it was kind of funny. She was talking with uh, one of her business mortgages at the time. And they were like, Heather, you, you're only one person. Again, yes. a common right. theme here. You can't do this. You can't do that. The ideas are great, yep. but you need two of you. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Heather went, oh, I can do that. So she called. She's like, okay, so hear me out. And I'm like, oh, for the love. She's like, I need two of me. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, what now? And she's like, okay, so what if you help me start a staging and design business? And I was like, oh, I can get behind that. Because yeah. so we were also excited. raised that way. So actually, yeah. if you want to rewind about, I don't know, 15 years, Heather and I worked um, together when we were in Texas. So I had okay. a business at the time and we did works with Fire Water and mold in Texas. And so we dealt with the insurance companies, building them back, tearing them out, building them back, hence the design, right? So she and I have done that for a gazillion years. Mm -hmm. So now you fast forward, I'm like, oh, this, I can Mm -hmm. get down with that. But of course she, in her sneaky little way was like, well, because you're going to be dealing with homeowners because I, with real estate, so you need to get your real estate license. And I'm like, you have got, I'm like, all right, you win. And she's like, Sorry, yeah, I didn't just say that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. She so she won. So that's but, kind of okay. Kelly, oh my gosh, I knew she was going to do this. Does having your real estate license benefit you <laughs> in your homebester business? Oh my gosh, you have to do this. <laughs> so the funny thing is, is okay. The short answer, yes, it does. <laughs> The funny thing was, is that I never used the real estate license for all the time Heather and I were working together. So almost three years, you know, after we moved here. And then once um, we transitioned, which we can get into that. And so I was working with my husband full time. 
I put my first house on the market because he's like, listen, we're investors. You have your real estate license. Why are we having somebody else list our properties? You need to list them. And so I was like, okay. So I was like listing houses. And then this one, of course, the typical little sister calls me and says, I'm like, what? She's like, you just used your real estate license. I was like, oh, good. Actually, no. All I did was text her. Oh, yes. You did. I did. I sent a text winning. <laughs> That's what it was. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm winning. Right? I was like, I had some some choice words, but, you know. <laughs> but, okay, so let's. All right. So you've owned multiple businesses. Yes. You have crushed the businesses that you've done. Oh, you're sweet. Um. But like, what is it in you that gave you that entrepreneurial spirit, you think? Oh, that's easy. Our uncle. Yeah. See, we were we weren't raised with entrepreneurial parents. And quite frankly, the whole entrepreneurial world scares the ever living life out of me. You're not a risk taker? No. no. Oh my God. I'm the risk taker. She's the okay. why Heather and I work so well. She's the visionary. She like Oh, I joke around because she's the the tornado, the whirlwind, the this idea, that idea. Her ideas are amazing, and and she's like, and this is how we're gonna do it. And I'm like, okay. And then she leaves, and she's like, well, actually, that's how you. I need you to do I that. Need you to so do that. I'm the implementer because okay. again, so I work. So it really yeah. it works. Yeah. It works very well. Um, but so we weren't raised that way, but we had an uncle who was actually very big on the real estate side, um, and developed real estate programs and that kind of stuff. And so we watched him, yeah, Mm -hmm. on the real estate side, just on the entrepreneur, you know? And so that to me, I think is kind of what sparked it in us because he was, he was so larger than life Mm -hmm. and just traveled the, he traveled the world speaking. He was an incredible public speaker and incredible entrepreneur. And yeah, no, it was, it was amazing. So, so I think that's where we got it from. Although so it scares me to death, but here I find myself in the entrepreneurial world. So go figure. So you guys though, like at a young age, didn't see people like in, besides your uncle, like your parents, they weren't investing in real estate. Yeah. Like no. you weren't, you weren't raised with that. So no. you had to learn all of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. School of hard knocks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so I, I think, um, I mean, I started buying buying real estate young. You did, yes. Um, because that's, I'm trying to think of who who was instrumental in me buying it young. Can't even remember. I don't know. Yeah, because mom and dad weren't no, they uh, weren't well, they weren't financially that. able to to do. Yeah, that. I mean, my, I mean, nobody's getting rich being in the military, and our mom was With a stay at home mom, mom. So mm-hmm. that no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't know how you did. I don't know either, but I started. I um, think this is another podcast. We're going to put you in the hot yeah. seat. Yeah. <laughs> we need to dig into this a little bit more. Let's see. Hmm. So what gave you the grit, Kelly? The grit. Uh, you know, you didn't have a choice. So Daniel, which is my husband, he traveled all the time. His job was 24-7 yeah. um, travel. So he only was home a lot of times on the weekends. So for me, it was just a matter of survival you have to like figure things out with young kids and and he and I've gone through a lot I mean we went through um if being honest and transparent went through financial ruin at one time so that was really hard um we've just we've gone through a lot of hard stuff in almost 20 years of marriage and so you I always say there's two types of people there are people that crumble and the people that fight to get their way Mm -hmm. and you have to pick and choose your path and I just refuse to give up I refuse. Love it. And I'm like, there's no, you know, I found myself one time, um, one of our huge obstacles. Um, so Southwest Florida got hit by a massive uh, hurricane, uh, Hurricane Ian. 
And I had nine feet of water in my house and complete destruction. At the time, my two children weren't doing well, just, you know, typical teenage stuff and all of that kind of. And I just found myself going through, you know, I mean, I looked at it, it was like 20, almost 20 years of marriage. And I looked at my husband, I'm like, this is all we own. It was like a few mm-hmm. things upstairs, you know, because everything got destroyed. Yeah. And I was in a dark place mm-hmm. for several days. And then it finally was like, okay, what are you going to do with this? Yeah. You're either going to wallow in stuff that you can't. I mean, it wasn't the things, it was the memories, it was all of that. So I, I had a, I had a chance to go left or right. And it was very easy to go down the, what was me? How are yeah. we going to do this? Mm-hmm. I don't have blah, blah, blah. But then I also had a friend who was going through the loss of a son who had committed suicide. And I thought, that's real problems. Right. She can't replace what I can replace. And actually, your brother-in-law, who you lost to cancer, I think, is probably stuck in my head the most, is that somebody said, if you have money, if money can solve your problems, you don't have problems. Mm, And so at that time, I had said, can money solve my problems? Yes, it can. So... As my sister would say, put your big girl panties on and start cleaning and be done with it. Yeah. You had, though, I mean, within hours. I mean, I I know myself and our entire church family came in yeah. as almost a storm oh, in their neighborhood. It did. And to see the community and the outpouring of love and mm-hmm. support, um, I mean, I, it brings it brings complete oh, tears I to can't, my eyes. We can't talk about it too much because, I mean, I can't talk about it. But, you know, it's just it's such, yeah, it was such it's an emotional, emotional time. time. Yeah. So, but it was amazing, like you said, to watch because we got to the point where we just had to turn people away and send them to our neighbors because yeah. I was like, yeah, there's only so much help you can get, which we were very blessed. But with. let's talk about even that journey, Kelly, yeah. because I saw Ian, which was absolutely devastating and horrific and you go to that very dark place mm-hmm. i i saw it yeah, right and absolutely. you know it's hard as a sister to yeah. see your sister in that place absolutely. and trying to figure out how how can i help to pull her out mm-hmm. then fast forward and we get another one. Oh my gosh <laughs> but but let me just say that from where you were in your faith journey from when ian happened oh until and when that next one hit it was a completely different Kelly. Mm-hmm. So share w- what happened there. Oh my gosh, I don't want to cry. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, um, God, yeah, learning that. Oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> uh, complete and utter trust and faith of just knowing that it just always does work out the way it's right. supposed to. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, again, it was the whole thing of how am I going to handle this? How are my kids going to see how I handle this? How are my neighbors going to see how I handle this? How's my family? How are people that are, you know what I mean? So again, I can choose to be dark or I can choose to be light. And I just don't, I just choose to be light. And I just, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, again, there's a couple of different ways that you can approach life on anything because we're all going to face stuff all the time. Right. Absolutely. Whether it's small, whether it's big. And it's truly depends on how, like, if you go into something saying, it's going to work out and you have this attitude and you are going to be feel like you're an overcomer and all of that. Your outcome is so different than if you go into it being like, just, nothing's going to work out. And then, you know what? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's not going to. It is. I, I tell my kids that all the time. They'll say, I'm going to have a bad day. I'm not going to have fun. And I'll mm-hmm. say, you're right. Yeah. You're yeah, right. 100%. Because your attitude is determining. Yes. 
how, how your day is going to go yeah. and if you're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I said, your words are so powerful. Yes. Like flip that. Absolutely. So my youngest will be like, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have a good day. I'm like, then maybe you will. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's amazing when you get into those like dark places where mm-hmm. it's like you have nothing, right? Right. Like you, you have nothing. I mean, that's that's where the real like, okay, what am I made of happens? Yeah. You know, like exactly like what what do I what do I stand for? What do I believe in? What's really my foundation? Yep. You know, what what am I standing on? Well, that's exactly it was kind of like a, if I'm, you know, supposed to, you know, and I shouldn't say supposed to, I am. If you're being a strong Christian and you believe in the certain things you believe, it's like you got to walk the walk. I mean, how do you? It's time. It's game time. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, through all of that, though. You know, I feel like it's one of those where you go, okay, I need help. And then when you get help, you're like, okay, this is good. So you can't, I mean, I don't know. It was just, it was a big defining moment for me. Absolutely. Yeah, it kind of opened my eyes to all sorts of stuff. And it's like God shows up. Like like you said, I can be dark. I can be, you know, am I going to be dark? Am I going to be light? God shows up in the dark. Yes. He just does. Well, it was funny. I'll never forget. I was standing on the steps in my woe is me moment. And, you know, there's my wedding dress with mud, you know, going all down it. My kids, baby books, everything. My daughter was in the midst of going through stuff. My son was in the midst of going through stuff. And I'm looking at my husband and I'm like, what is this all about? And he's looking at me and I'm like, we're good people. And, you know, on and on and on. And he's like, are you done now? And I was like, I don't know. You know, and he was like, you need to stop. And and then he started listing of all the amazing things that were in our life. Like, blah, 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 Daniel's blah. your rock. A hundred percent. He is a man of faith. Yes. And he humbles you in oh, those moments. Yes. Which uh-huh. is what we all need. Yeah. Right? 100%. I always say the reason I married Andrew is he's the only man I've ever really listened to outside of my father. <laughs> Right. He can put me in check like nobody's business. Everyone yeah. else, I try to plow over them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he uh-huh. like just for you, you yeah. found a partner that mm-hmm. in life. And those are that's that's yeah. that's what's helped you get through that. Absolutely. So let's let's go down that journey a little bit. Yeah. Um, so Kelly and I were doing everything we're doing. Daniel started Homevestors. Well, he that's a franchise. So we bought a franchise. Yeah, so we bought yeah. a franchise. Okay. He's, I didn't realize that. Yes. Oh, it's a franchise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. So he's crushing it. Daniel is. But every time I see Daniel, love him to death, but he is tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's working nonstop. Yeah. Like a beast, mm-hmm. right? And all of these properties, at the time, I think you had like 12 properties. Yes. And Kelly and I are on the beach one day and I go, Kelly, I love you, but that's your business. Mm -hmm. And I know I don't want to be the person that is telling you, like, help me grow style to design, style to sell. Like, if you need to do that, like, that's yours. Mm -hmm. Like, how did that, how was that whole process for you? It was hard because the local business was my baby. You know, like I, and that's what you're talking about, boundaries and stuff like that. Like, I mean, I worked 20, I mean, not 24 seven. I mean, but I would take calls from clients till 10 o'clock at night. Like it was just, it was truly my baby. And so, but it's helping my sister build, you know, a business. And so it was probably a really, and I, it was funny because we were on the beach and I got home and I cried and my husband was like, what's wrong? And I was like, 
it was such a hurtful thing, but it was such a real thing. And it wasn't hurtful like in a bad way. It was a reality check to be like, what am I? Like, what do I need to do? What is this crossroad? You know, because it's like you're building something. And my sister is so gracious to be like, I can see the toll it's taking on Daniel, what you need to do for your family. But then I'm like, you know, it's the flesh that starts, right? It's like, oh, she doesn't want me. Oh, you know, it's all of that kind of stuff. But to sit back and be like, Kelly, this isn't about you per se. It's the situation and all of that. And so it was, it was very, very, very hard. Mm. But anyways. But to see you guys now, you know, Daniel's walked away from his job. You now are full-time homebusters. Kelly's designing all the properties. She's marketing all the properties. And the properties are beautiful. They're absolutely. Come on. In Southwest Florida, jump on them. Go (laughs) Because they will sell fast. 100%. So think about it. So she's helping Daniel in the process. She's staging them all. She's listing them all. She's marketing them all. She's selling them all. Like there's no way, Daniel needs that. And there was no way to be able to do both. I could do it all. I mean, it was just, he's asking me to do things. And I'm like, I've, oh my gosh, I've already worked, you know, Mm -hmm. eight hours and then clients are still calling. I got kids and I'm like, what what do you, what do you need me? You want to pick up a ceiling fan? Okay, fine. Here's one. You know what I mean? It wasn't being done effectively. And so for him, you know, I've, like you said, I've taken a lot off his plate, which is awesome. And it's fun. And we just kind of laugh. She's using her gifts. God right. gave her, you yeah. Know? And yeah. it's kind of fun to see how, you know, you, how you turn all of that, you, things that I've learned here and things that I've done, how it just kind of melted all that. into one thing. I love that. I love yeah. to see when dots connect in your life. Yes. Like you're mm-hmm. like, that's why that happened. Or, that's why I learned that. And then all of a sudden it comes together. Yes. You know, it's, it does. I, it's, it's God's plan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I look at like where, where we all are today, like everything in life that has been a failure or a success has led to where you're sitting right now. Oh, a hundred percent. But we choose whether or not we move forward. So many times people think a failure means that they have to take a step back instead of they look at it as an opportunity to grow, to have more success. And I think so many people just, they they don't take it upon themselves to self-reflect and move in the right direction. Well, it's kind of like I would never want to I'm, I'm grateful for the mistakes that I've made because it's an opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. And I think some people are like, oh, can you go back and, you know, could you change something? And I'm like, no, actually, even the darkest hours or times, I wouldn't change anything because every single opportunity is an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity to learn from the things you did that were right or wrong. And everybody knows that. But I mean, it's just it's it's true. Yeah. And. So what is the number one thing our audience can take away from today, Kelly? Have balance in life. Um, You know, I just, um, the biggest takeaway that's, no, honestly, I think for me, I, that from on the, from the women's standpoint is that women can have it all. And I think that is a very big misconception. Me personally, I think there's some area of your life that will, um, fall back unless you have full-time helper, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But I think that at the end of the day, the the emails and the calls that I was taking at 10 o'clock at night, did that really affect anything with the business? No. But did it affect my personal life with my kids or missing things? Mm -hmm. 100% yes. 
So for me, it's finding that balance, especially as women, um, to understand that it's okay to put that phone down at five, six o'clock at night. And people will respect those boundaries if you put them up. And I did not put up boundaries. And so in turn, it created some challenges. My mom always says you teach people how to treat you. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you, yeah, you teach them, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You do. A hundred percent. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for being here today. We are so grateful. Um, It was a treat for me. It was so fun to be like in the sister club kind of for a little bit and like get it behind the scenes. Like one, two, three, sleep. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for tuning in today and have an awesome day. Bye.